0: Hmm. Uh.
1: <laughs> 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 hey Shelly. Hey Jessica. What up? Oh, you know. Well, actually a lot's <laughs> been up, but like I was on vacation. It was great. Yeah,
0: let's not breeze past the big huge event that's going on in your life right now. <laughs> but which big
1: huge event.
0: Your which fucking fun. haunted house. My
1: haunted house. I think last time we recorded, I was like, everything's
0: quiet. <laughs> they fucking heard it's you. All
1: fine. <laughs>
0: It's never fine.
1: No. Apparently <laughs> they were like, Oh, it's fine. You you <laughs> want something to happen? <laughs> oh, is that what you're they're saying? They're
0: like this bitch right
1: here. So we went on vacation and it's so interesting because um my favorite house to rent where we go is a blue Victorian on Main <laughs> Street. Sounds so like Hallmark movie. But it, it literally describes my house. It's a blue Victorian on Main Street, Oh, and that, fuck. That is what I choose to vacation in. That's creepy. It's like I have—I have a type of house. You have a dating type with have, your yes, house. Yes, exactly. You can
0: only date blue houses blue on Main Victor- Street. <laughs> Victorian houses on Main Street. Yes. Sorry.
1: So it's old, <clears throat> right? It's like from 1899, I think, and I said something to Doug where I was like, oh, I was like up in the middle of the night and the bathroom's downstairs, so I had to walk downstairs. And as, as, as I was walking downstairs, I thought I saw something in the kitchen. Oh, no. Like out of the corner of my eye. And I was like, I don't know if it was. An, it, it, yeah. I don't know. Who Your knows? mind was
0: playing tricks on you, maybe.
1: It might have been midnight and like whatever. <laughs> and he was like, oh, that happens to me all the time at home. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What? And he said, oh, I never told you. I'm sorry, Doug. <laughs> what the fuck, Doug? <clears throat> and he said that at night, in the middle of the night, he sees me what? walking down the hallway to go to the bathroom. What? And then he turns and he sees me in the bed. <gasps> what? And It's you? No, no. It's a female. But he thinks it's me. What? he sees and he he checks on the kids, <clears throat> and no one no one's up. And he's just now mentioning this. And I Dumb. thought he meant once. This has happened to him several times. For he sees a female, what? walking down the hallway towards the bathroom. What the fuck? And, and no one is up. Does he see like the clothing? He didn't say anything about the clothing for that one. Oh, for that one. Oh, okay. for that one. What? And he gets a creepy feeling from that one. Maybe because it's the middle of the night and, like,
0: whatever. Maybe because it's a, a girl version that he thinks is you. That's creepy as And It is
1: creepy. Yeah. So I was like, whoa. And then, so then we came home from vacation and we're just like, I think it was, it was Sunday. I was washing my hair. I was blow drying it. And I get a text from him and he's like, I just saw a figure in the bathroom. What? No, Sorry. Figure in the kitchen. Oh, well, that makes it better. It's still a fucking figure, Shelly. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what do, you, what do you mean? And I was like, oh, I'm going to... Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me everything. Tell me, but don't tell me. Yeah. So he was putting something in the trash can in the kitchen. Yes,
0: I know exactly where that is. Yep. Right by that creepy fucking
1: basement door. Yep. He turns around and, you know, our, like, kitchen island mm-hmm. right there? Yeah. There was a big... Male figure. What? Standing there that might have had a hat. Oh, because that He's not sure. Had, like, some sort of coat on. What? Was quite tall. What? And looked like a (gasps) black blob. What the fuck? And then just disappeared. And this is coming from a person who is a sincere skeptic. Who doesn't really believe in this stuff.
0: That's fucking... Awful and
1: awesome. But I was like, how, "How did you respond?" Because I think how it, long was it there? I have so many questions. I think if it were me, I would I would probably scream. You're like, like, do you freeze and not say anything? I'd probably freeze and then scream. And he was like, "I wasn't scared. It, I don't. Know. It wasn't scary. It wasn't menacing. It was fine." He said, "I I felt." Worse about the figure in the hallway than I did about the figure in the kitchen. But this was in the middle of the day. This was like... What? 3 o'clock in the middle of the day. (gasps) 3 o'clock? Yeah. Ew. So now I, I keep looking around my house like... Is that... Is that something... And then I'm like, oh, it's a vacuum. The vacuum freaks me out, like, a million times. I keep (laughs) thinking it's a figure. Well, the
0: fucking vacuum freaks me out, too. I hate, hate it. It's always so loud. And Rocky fucking hates it. Yeah,
1: who who (laughs) likes
0: the vacuum? Nobody likes the vacuum. No. I only like the aftermath of the vacuum, but I don't like the actual vacuum. Fuck that vacuum. Fuck it. Well... First of all uh-huh. <laughs> that was a lot to throw at me and I did not I don't know how to process any of this because I've actually been in your house many times and
1: Isn't that so strange. If
0: I see something, I don't know if I'm gonna drop kick something or hurt myself trying to
1: I think or am to I gonna your run point I would probably <clears throat> freeze
0: yeah because you but I would bleed. be
1: terrified. I don't think I could stare at a black blobby <clears throat> figure that looks like a man in my kitchen in the middle of the day and no. not be terrified like I think I would be terrified. I mean, is there something wrong with Doug because he's not terrified?
0: Doug, let us know. I don't
1: know. He's a skeptic, so maybe Mm. he's not like... I don't know. We think about these things all the time. Mm. We know too much.
0: So he maybe manifested it?
1: No, I mean, like, he might just, like, not be afraid of it Mm because he doesn't think about these things all the time. Like, we think about these things all the time. Like, it's a person. Like, something falls in my kitchen and I'm like oh it's a ghost girl I
0: didn't even tell you and we're gonna come back to yours in one second but I forgot this part what Ken we had Declan and we were uh watching TV Ken and I were sitting on the couch Declan was like in front of the TV and Ken's phone's like all the way over there and all of a sudden out of nowhere the fucking Siri goes
1: "Uh uh-huh oh god no
0: we both, I mean, this is the middle of the day. We both look at each other and we're like, okay, I'm really glad that happened with both of us in the uh-huh. room because if that, if I was by myself and that shit happened, nobody was even saying anything related to that name. And it wasn't like it, it was a Amazon, you know, mm-hmm. device. It was an iPhone. Yeah. So that's that. Don't know what to do with yeah. any of that, but that,
1: uh-huh. That's freaky. <laughs> He's a positive
0: ghost. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: The fuck is going on anyway okay so back to yours you have a blob in your kitchen
1: and a female in my and a hallway. female
0: in your hallway i need him to do a little bit more research like if he sees the girl again like mm-hmm. what is she wearing okay because if he's not scared this might work to our advantage yeah that's true because he could stand in the hallway and wait for her or some shit you know yeah
1: if it's the same time every night or something right I
0: don't know. Yeah. And I've been waking up at 3 and 2.30 quite often this past week, and I don't like it.
1: Mm.
0: Like, I woke up at 3, and then I woke up at, like, 2.26, like, another night, and I just get this uneasy feeling, and then I'm like, fuck, of course you have to go pee, and then you're like, I'm going to (sighs) go in the bathroom. Yeah, I don't
1: like that. And
0: then I'm like, here's me, our voices in my head.
1: Yeah. Don't go to to the bathroom. bathroom. (laughs) Don't look at the mirror."
0: Um, That's terrifying. How do you feel? Are you scared?
1: I don't know how I feel. What if
0: one of your kids say that they see somebody? I was
1: creeped out. And I'm like on the fence of like, do I want to see something or do I not want to see something? Because Doug's seen things several times now. Oh my God. Like, do I want to see something? Does he have a gift? I don't know. I don't know. That's amazing. Is he like fucking... I don't know. I think it's the house because I don't... He's never seen anything before. And I don't think he believes in this stuff So wait, much. you
0: did mention, though, this is getting a little bit crazy now. Because okay. Because you were on fucking vacation, Shelly. Yeah. In a different house. Yeah. And you said this happened where you he thought he saw something.
1: No, 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 no. That was in my house. Oh,
0: you thought... I
1: thought I saw something in the kitchen when I was going downstairs <clears throat> and that reminded him... Gotcha.
0: I just had a he fucking had a, heart attack. He
1: hadn't told me... But mm. he's been seeing this thing in the oh. hallway several times until I was like, I thought I saw something in the kitchen and he's like, Oh yeah, that reminds me. Oh this
0: just in. <laughs> reporting. Home, this
1: happens. What the fuck? <laughs> Doug. Get it. And t- then my brother stayed at a Victorian on Main Street as well, like yes. down the way. And we were, like, biking one morning, and I was like, I have a ghost podcast. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, last night, (laughs) someone in our house Mm -hmm. went to the bathroom and closed the door, Uh, but no one was awake. And he said it keeps happening at night. And I was like,
0: The ghost really has to go to the bathroom.
1: (laughs) It's the bathroom. Fuck the bathroom.
0: I'm saying it's a portal to hell or something. Yeah. I don't know. They all, well, I mean, it's a very convenient place if you have, you know, but it's just. I mean, why not? Why not? I guess do you either want to be stuck in the kitchen or the bathroom? I guess so. Probably the bathroom. I don't know. Where do you want to spend eternity if you get trapped in a house?
1: Hawaii. Oh, in a house.
0: In a house, <laughs> or Hawaii? <laughs> what? She's like, she's like antelope, like makes <laughs> Samsonite here. I'm like house
1: in the house in the house. <laughs> oh, probably the bedroom so I could sleep. I just want to sleep. That's all I want to do. That's so me too. <laughs> I just want a bed. I just want to. I literally out.
0: want to rest in peace. Yes. Like I wanted to say, leave me the fuck alone. I'll leave you the fuck I don't alone. I want to be in the
1: bathroom. <laughs> Or the kitchen. The kitchen is where you have to do all the work. That's fuck like, that. me in but the bedroom. But you can eat.
0: You can at least eat.
1: You can it's... eat. I can eat in bed. But we're dead, <laughs> so it doesn't matter anyway. I guess get... this hypothetical situation.
0: <laughs> Maybe we are dead. Maybe we don't know that. Maybe. Maybe we're like a sixth sense scenario where we don't know.
1: <laughs> we're recording a podcast it's
0: about ghosts, and we don't know. We're spooky. Ooh. We're like on Beetlejuice when they're trying to scare the yes, people away yes. and they're like what the fuck. So I made the terrible mistake of blurting out at work, my very professional office that I have a ghost podcast.
1: Did you really? Yes.
0: <laughs> what and that Hold on, wait. So my first you have to, you know, hi, what I'm Jessica. Happened? Here's how long I've been there, blah blah blah. And what's your fun fact? My fun fact is I used to sing in a band. So that's always my go-to fun yeah. fact because I don't ever look like I'm I sang in a band. So I'm chatting about something else. And one of the things that came up, we had this like wheel of conversation where like we just landed on random like questions. It was like a little get together at work, like a virtual get together. And the question was like, what smells or sounds or anything from, you know, either when you were younger or whatever that remind you of something. And I was like, oh, I said, definitely cigars and mothballs, like my grandmother's house, my grandparents' house. And then I just kind of, randomly just started talking I was like yeah I said one time I said I have a ghost podcast and one of the one times I, and I was like fuck and it just came out it came out and I was like fuck so um my friend this girl whom I've never met yet hi Mariana if you're listening uh, hello hello I said she's like wait a minute how did you not make you have a podcast as your fun fact and I said I know, but I cuss a lot on it. And she's yeah. like, that's okay. I cuss all the time in my real life. I said, well, I'll, I'll ping you on the side what uh-huh. it is. So she, I told her and I'm like, and I saw her in person today, met her in person. I said, she said, I still have to listen to your podcast. I was like, that's okay. I go, just don't judge me. <laughs> She's like, oh, I won't, girl. I won't. And then she's like, I love that stuff. And I would I was like, okay, girl, I'm just so She's so vibing.
1: She, she gets is it. vibing.
0: She likes the creepy stuff. She okay. the kookier the better. I said, Oh, I found my person at work.
1: Good. So that's
0: fucking awesome. Yeah, I have not
1: shared at work yet girl, about my ghost podcast. I, I've shared about like cosplay stuff and like different costumes I have, but not no, my ghost podcast. Dead
0: serious. I mean, I'm like, what do I say on this thing?
1: I had to think. <laughs> I'm like, what do I actually
0: say? Um, so I just thought I'd share that lovely oh, I little, love that. little bit with you. Yeah. Um Okay, so let's uh make sure that this is gonna keep recording.
1: Are you recording? Are you recording? Sorry we don't have the iPad today.
0: <clears throat> yeah, we're good. Okay. All right. Well, fuck. If we end up losing everybody, it is going to be okay we are we improvising we
1: are we are professionals
0: absolutely not <laughs> we are absolutely not professionals but we like to pretend that we are yes all right so these are three true ghost stories for your next backyard campfire
1: oh i love backyard yeah, campfires I know. we have those all
0: the time i the know house. and i never go to any of them because i never know when you're doing it oh well
1: it's usually just with the kids i know yeah
0: well Really. I can be one of your kids. Okay. Just hang out. Oh, smart. You know. So anyway, um, this person, this is outsideonline.com is the website. And I just thought it was cute because, you know, who doesn't love a scary story? But I like that, uh, you know, it's like, you know, obviously some true shit. The Ghost of Oxford Milford Road. Interesting.
1: The, sto- okay.
0: the storyteller, writer, and editor, Brad Culp. When Brad Culp was a student at Miami University in Oxford, Ohio, there was a rumor that the town was in was one of the most haunted places in America. When Culp started an on-campus magazine, he couldn't wait to write about several of the area's most famous phantoms. Not long after his story published, though, he kept finding himself thinking about one ghost in particular, the ghost of Oxford Milford Road. That's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. As the story goes, many decades ago, probably sometime in the nineteen forties, there was a young man courting a young woman in a ro- <clears throat> excuse me, in a royal part of town. Because the woman's parents didn't approve of the match, they never do, you know, what parent yeah. what parent in the forties No anyway, anyway, I digress. Mm-hmm. Each night he visited under the cover of darkness. So he was a little fucking rebel, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> After her parents went to bed, the young woman would sneak out of her farmhouse and and flashed the lights of her parents' car three times. Then her young suitor would ride his motorcycle down the road. One night, he took the turn right before her house a little too sharp, says Culp. The motorcycle went one way, he went the other. His injuries were so severe that he did not survive. God rest his soul. Rumor has it, however, that his love-struck ghost still haunts this stretch of Milford Road curious culp and culps uh his girlfriend now his wife and a friend decided to head out there one night to see if they could verify the tale they're my kind of people
1: yeah oh god totally that in a minute we're
0: like oh yeah of course they're gonna go investigate yeah his girlfriend was worried she'd be completely freaked out yes
1: yeah we all would of course
0: but it's still i still want to go she believes more in that stuff than i do culp says but he was mostly concerned that his suspicions that none of um, none of this was actually true would be confirmed. So obviously he was a little bit scared. On this particular night, as Culp passed the abandoned farm, an idea came to him and he pitched it to his girlfriend. How could she not say yes?
1: I can see where this uh-huh. is going.
0: Though reluctant, she relented and Culp turned a short way into the farmhouse driveway. He killed the engine and flashed his lights three times. Yep. No joke, there was a single headlight that appeared three-quarters of a mile down the road. I literally
1: got chills. I know.
0: (laughs) Culp says, you saw it start to come, going pretty slow. It kept coming and coming. My wife was freaking out. It was coming closer and closer. As a collision seemed imminent, Culp turned on his car's lights. He expected to see a kid on a bike bailing out from his prank now that he'd been caught. But there's nothing there. Oh, my God. The light is just gone, he says. They got out of the car. They walked around trying to figure out what it was that they could have seen. To this day, we still talk about it. I saw something I cannot explain, he says. If you get him and his wife around a campfire, they'll swear up and down that this story is true. And if you're ever in Oxford, Ohio, consider parking for just a few minutes on Oxford Milford Road at night to test your own nerve. I
1: would totally do that.
0: Fucking A. Yes. Oh, my gosh.
1: That's so creepy. Yes.
0: I know. I love that. I love that story. Mm -hmm. Um, Was it people or was it aliens? Storyteller, Doug Averill, retired owner and manager of the Flathead Lake Lodge. Gotta love that. (laughs) Doug Averill grew up as one of eight boys on his parents' sprawling dude ranch, the Flathead Lake Lodge in rural Montana. As a teen, the Averill boys ran wild. Well, yeah, there's eight boys.
1: Eight boys?
0: That's too many.
1: That's a lot of children.
0: That's a lot. That's a lot of boys. That's just a lot. It's a lot. Everything. I'm
1: so sorry about that. (laughs) We're so
0: sorry about your eight (laughs) sons. We rode around as a little gang of cowboys, he remembers. They'd saddle up and head off to check cattle on the three giant tracts of land the family managed, which formed a triangle around some of the state's most remote rangelands. One summer in the 1960s, the brothers came across a ghastly sight. There on the ground were three dead cows, neatly arranged mm. in a circle.
1: Cows? Okay, mm-hmm. cows in general freak me the fuck yeah. up. Um, I do not like cows. Okay. I, I don't like cows. Uh, this is news to me,
0: <laughs> so don't get you a stuffed cow. No. Okay.
1: No, no, no. They're creepy. Mm. They're creepy as fuck.
0: Okay, well, I do think, you know, other countries, like, worship the cows. No, no, that's true. So I'm wondering if there's, like, some kind of spirituality that you're, like, I staying away from. just
1: remember... Sorry, this is such a tangent. No,
0: I need to hear why you're freaked out about cows. So,
1: dead cows even freak me out even more, but, like... In a circle. I, I used to live in Oxford, England, and there was this, like, field right where I lived. Why do I not know this? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, who are you again? Uh, Hi, nice to meet you.
1: Hello. Okay. Um. So, I would walk from my apartment to the field, mm. and... You would, like, walk a little ways, and there was, like, an abbey from, like, I don't know, so the abbey? Was it Downton Abbey? No, it Downton was, like, abbey? it was so old. And then okay. there was, like, a pub down the way. So we had walked to the pub. But there was this field, and I remember walking down one day, and there was, like, just a ton of cows. And they all stopped. No. And Ew. And looked at me. And, like, I did not, like, it It did not feel I did comfortable. Not. And I didn't know what, I felt like they were going to start, like, running at me and, like, attacking me. Were you
0: wearing cow print and they were very appalled? No. Okay. Although
1: I might have been wearing some kind of boot thing that might have been made from, like, leather or something. That's fucking weird. Maybe?
0: Ew, that's creepy, though. Anyways, the the
1: thought of dead cows really freaks me out.
0: I'm really sorry. Did not know that was a trigger for you. Yeah, it's a trigger. (laughs) Apparently, um, you're going to need extra therapy this week for the dead cows. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm so sorry. Sorry.
1: Tangent. Coming back. (laughs) Three dead cows on the road. Three dead cows. Three Three dead dead cows. Three blind mice.
0: All right. There on the ground were three dead cows, neatly arranged in a circle.
1: Not okay.
0: No. No obvious wounds were visible, but their reproductive organs had been removed. That's... So awful, so awful, but there was never any blood. Also awful. Mm-hmm. It was almost surgical removal. Avril remembers. Okay, so let's you know, let's let's digest, I'm to process
1: that. this. Okay. There's so much
0: more. During this decade, America was obsessed with aliens and write-ups in the local newspapers. Um, posed that perhaps this was the work of extraterrestrials. People mused that aliens had taken the reproductive organs for testing. But one day, Avril and his friends came across a lance in their path. A ta-
1: lance. What is a lance? Is it like a spear? I think so.
0: Um, oh, attached to it was a cryptic note with a threatening message. So yeah, it must have okay. just been like a... That's when we thought it's got to be people doing this, he said, because okay. there was a cryptic message. Yeah, yeah. Then things got really strange. Oh, now they're getting oh, strange? Yeah, this is where it gets weird. No, I'm kidding. Oh, boy. I told Ken the same thing, like, <laughs> a couple months ago. I'm like, this is where it gets weird in our relationship. <laughs> okay, so over the next few days, a series of odd events unfolded. First, the brothers stopped in at a local bar to grab a hamburger, leaving their horses in the back of a stock truck. The horses were packed in tightly, and the avaroles were only gone for a few minutes. When they came back, the horse packed into the middle the in the middle of the truck was mysteriously out with no signs of a struggle. We had no idea how they possibly could have gotten that horse unloaded without unloading all the others, he says.
1: Mm -hmm. So it's like the
0: middle horse just was like hanging out. Interesting. Weird. The next day, a new wrangler on the ranch fell off his horse and was badly injured. They'd all been riding together, but not a single other member of the crew saw the accident. It was the weirdest thing, Avril says, The the man's injuries were so severe that he was left permanently disabled. Finally, the last terrible thing happened. An old camp cook drove out to meet the brothers and ride for a day. But when he arrived, the tailgate on his stock truck had somehow gone missing, even though it had been there when he loaded up. His horse, Betsy, had fallen out of the truck and been, dra-
1: no. been dragged
0: behind the vehicle for who knows how long no,
1: that's so sad
0: that's awful sorry betsy oh. um they had to put her down on the spot oh. to be honest it just killed him to see what had happened to betsy oh. we probably should have put him down too remembers avril those three events were just boom 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 three things in a row that were so weird all Wait. tied together i'm sorry it's okay
1: did they just say they should have put the guy down, too?
0: Yeah. They were totally oh. like, he was so catatonic. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. That was a little much. Okay.
1: It's a little much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't kill people. Yeah,
1: okay? let's not do
0: that. <clears throat> um, because they were right after... Oh, sorry. Three things in a row that were also weird together because they were right after they saw that spear. Mm-hmm. So it is a spear. A mm-hmm. spear. Three a thi- spear. Um, three things. Like the three dead cows left in a circle... Avril used to tell the stories from that summer around the campfire quite a lot. But over the years, he's gotten new stories. And so they've been shifted out of rotation. Besides, they're awfully grim. But he recently got a call about a downed bull, a buffalo. It was out in one of the most remote parts of his ranch. A neighbor had seen a pack of 16 wolves, and normally wolves wouldn't don't bother buffalo. But 16 of them? I thought, wow. well, maybe. He went to investigate. There lying in a snow-covered field was the bull. But there were no bullet holes or teeth marks or gashes on its corpse. Even stranger scaveng- scavenging animals and birds hadn't touched it. Hmm. Not even the buzzards, which is really unusual, he says. One other thing was amiss. Its reproductive organs were gone. Oh wow. And there wasn't a single footprint in the snow around it or anywhere along the mile long walk into the ranch from the nearest road. Ask Avril where, whether he thinks he's dealing with aliens or humans and he'll tell you he's pretty sure it's humans but I'd rather it was aliens he adds.
1: Yeah after, honestly uh, I think I. it's so, like yeah I agree. So
0: after that summer back in the 60s seeing what humans were capable of he'd pick aliens any day.
1: Yeah I I think you think about like being a homeowner and you like have lights flickering mm-hmm. and it's like is it electrical issues
0: oh, yeah. or is it a ghost? I'd rather it be a ghost. True. <laughs> Totes. That's me right now because every once in a while I'm like, see a little flicker. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. All right, this last one. You ready for the last one? I think so. All right. This is called the Ghost of La Parva Ski Resort.
1: Stor- sounds creepy.
0: Yeah. Well, just skiing in general. Just any type a of A ski, ski resort. resort
1: sounds creepy.
0: Nope. We're good. Thanks. Bye. Hi, bye.
1: Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. Bye,
0: Ken. Bye, Ken. Um, so the ghost of La Parva Ski Resort, storyteller Drew, I'm going to probably butcher this name, but Tabke, it's T-A-B-K-E, professional Here. skier. Um, I have never skied in my life, for the record.
1: <gasps> Me neither. <gasps> I thought I was the only one. No.
0: No, I will, however, at some point go to my sister's Pocono house and go, you know, I'll try it. I would
1: try it. Or snowboarding. Yeah, I will try it. Doug and I have talked about getting me to try it, but there's a part of me that's like really freaked out by it.
0: I don't want to like break my leg, and it it's feels very like dangerous. Very out of control. It's very dangerous to me. Like to me, my brain. I want to sit in the lodge and drink cocoa.
1: Sure. And
0: then greet everyone with a warm hug yeah. at the end. So, I agree with that. All right, so we can okay. be the we, we can, can do that. The, we can be the huggers at yeah. the end. Okay, we can get them warm clothes and towels. And
1: cocoa. Okay, great. With Marshmallows. Perfect.
0: All right, so um, throughout Latin America, you'll hear variations of the story of La Llorona. Mm-hmm. or the whaling woman yeah. sometimes she's lost her husband sometimes she's lost her okay. children sometimes it's both but in la parva a ski spot in the chilean andes am i saying that right yeah okay the whaling woman is named lola and everyone in the area swears they knew her before she died a local restaurant owner said he dated her pro skier drew Tapke says adding that the ski patroller he heard the story from pointed at the exact hut where this tale takes place the story starts on a nice day in peak ski season lola and her young son plan to spend the day on the slopes as can happen in the andes a thick fog rose up from the valley which often precedes the arrival of a real storm the clouds enveloped the two as they were making their way down from the top of the mountain and they lost contact with one another that's sad desperate to find her son lola began screaming his name as she ran down ran through the thick fog unable to see clearly though she stumbled down a steep slope and began sliding toward a rocky color i don't know if that's whatever coulier i don't know (laughs) c-o-u-l-o-i-r
1: yeah c-o-u-l-o-i-r
0: quoi (laughs) (laughs) croissant (laughs) no (laughs) I feel super dumb right now. I just want to let you know that.
1: Nobody knows what that means. Okay, whatever. It's
0: fucking something rocky, all right? All right. All right. By chance, a local lift operator who was returning to his cabin came across her body. He was afraid she was dead, but on closer inspection, he found she was still alive, just barely, Tabke says. Her body was covered in lacerations from sharp rocks, and the only word she said in the faintest whisper was her son's name. The lift operator worked to carefully pull her body to his cabin, which was just up the hill. He bandaged her cuts as best as he could and then ran to fetch the doctor. Together, the doctor and lift operator made their way back to his hut, the fog hanging thickly in the air. When they arrived, though, the bed was empty. Just the bloody sheets remained.
1: Ooh.
0: Oh. Yeah, because they had her her there. Neither the woman nor her son were ever found. What? Yeah, let's back up for a second. When okay, happened? hold on. So they Okay. So they were they pulled her body to the cabin.
1: Okay. Bandaged
0: her. Yeah. Then ran to fetch the doctor, came back, she was gone, and the son was gone. No one ever found either one. So locals report hearing her wail for her child whenever they're near that lift operator's that is cabin.
1: Highly disturbing.
0: Holy shit. So she probably went to go look for him and died. And then just fucking no one ever found her. Like wow. what? And here's the thing. Tabke does not believe in ghosts. Something, however, changes when he arrives in Chile each winter. Maybe winter. I always say winter. (laughs) That's a filly in me. Maybe it's the fact that from La Parva, you can see up the Cerro El Plomo and I can't. Incan Child Sacrifice Site. I don't even want to know what any of that means. Maybe it's because Tapius simply read so many magical realism books by authors like Juan Rulfo and G- Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Marque. Marquez. Mm-hmm. But sitting alone in his cabin in the Andes, with the wind whipping and the candles flickering, he swears that every now and then, he can't—he just can't tell if what he's hearing is a woman or the wind.
1: Interesting. Fuck. Ooh, creepy. I wouldn't want to walk outside my door and be like, is that someone wailing? <laughs> or
0: or the is wind. that
1: the wind? She's like, Did you ever know that you're
0: <laughs> the wind beneath my wings is what just popped into my head. Oh, Shelly.
1: Oh, Jessica. Shelly. We've done it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have completed Another one, masterpiece. Yes, yes. Oh, sh- masterpiece. For our
1: three fans out there, <laughs> hello, three.
0: hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Did you ever see Superstar with Mary Catherine Gallagher from Saturday Night Live? Or she... Oh,
1: that you sounds about. yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: so there's um, Owen is the one guy on the show, and he um, I think he has OCD or something, but he's he doesn't says everything like five times. Oh, so they're like. Owen, he's like here, 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 here. That's uh-huh. just totally reminding me, I'm like hi, 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 hi. Anyway, great movie, you should check it out. as Will Ferrell, okay. Molly Shannon, oh, and her. a whole bunch of fucking yeah, awesome people. So that's my shameless plug. So anyway, um, until next time, anything else to add?
1: No, I think we covered it all. Let's
0: stay alive and uh, see
1: some ghosts
0: and sleep well.